0: an interesting conversation because when we talk about leadership values, we talk about traits and characteristics. Oftentimes, people express traits that they may or may not have. And what I mean is, it's very easy to say that you're a positive person or you're a good communicator or you're a good listener or you're a motivator, but there's more to it than just stating that. Really, what we have to look at is what is the behavior that shows that you actually have that trait. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding the Upside, the podcast where we talk about navigating all the messy things that life and business can bring and how to come out on the other side with a lesson to find the upside. I'm Maria de Reyes. Thank you for choosing to join me today. We are talking about in today's episode, what makes a great leader. Now, whether you are a business owner, you are a CEO, leading teams in a corporation, or you are the member of a team, this is a topic that I think will have great interest for all of you. And the reason why is we talk about this a lot in a lot of my circles, talking about leadership traits and what traits make someone a great leader. I think in today's world, we do see so many examples and so many models of leadership that are not good that it makes this a topic that applies. And I also think that whether we are striving to be a great leader, understanding that and working on our knowledge and our skills to be better at that is always something that should be a focus. And if you are part of a team in an organization, you are certainly impacted by whether someone is a great leader or not. So that's why I think this topic applies uh, to no matter who you are. But one of the things that I wanted to bring forward, and a lot of times what I work on with a lot of my clients are the leadership skills, developing those, and the struggles that come in a position of leadership or leading teams. And this is such an important issue. What are traits of a great leader for any leader. It's an important discussion. So again, any type of leadership, this topic applies. I use this topic as a discussion and an exercise at the start of the leadership program that I teach. When I train on the principles of leadership, it's very interesting to see how leaders react to this. And I have to say it's pretty consistent no matter what company I am at, what type of industry, What location? I've done this exercise hundreds and hundreds of times and the reactions are pretty consistent as well as the results. So leaders that gather, oftentimes, one of the most challenging things for them is to reflect on themselves and hold the mirror up to themselves in terms of examining how they're operating. What are they doing? Whether it's effective, is it working? What are they bringing to their leadership efforts, what actions are they taking, and how do their behaviors work with their teams? Is it effective? Is it setting the right environment? When I work with my clients who are business owners and CEOs or leading teams in an organization, it's so important that they take a close look at this because it really sets the tone for what happens in the organization and within their teams. What they do then trickles down to the rest of the team and the rest of the leaders and managers within that organization. But it's an interesting conversation because when we talk about leadership values, we talk about traits and characteristics. Oftentimes, people express traits that they may or may not have. And what I mean is, it's very easy to say that you're a positive person, or you're a good communicator, or you're a good listener, or you're a motivator, but there's more to it than just stating that. Really, what we have to look at is what is the behavior that shows that you actually have that trait? So I want to share with you, as I mentioned, the exercise, this important exercise that I do in my leadership program, and this is one that I take clients through during this training. It is an engaging discussion, and really, we start off by asking, I ask them to think about the best leader that they've ever encountered, whether that was a boss, a coach, or a mentor, and really to think about what are the traits that made that person a great leader? Somebody that they looked up to and really said, This is someone who has great qualities and great characteristics, which is what makes them an unbelievable leader. Someone who is notable in their leadership ability. We started discussion asking for those traits, thinking about that person that they think is a great leader. And we list those traits on a whiteboard as people share them. And everybody is sharing. And the key here is that I have put them in the seat of the observer. They are looking at someone who they say is a great leader. And that's an important, that's on purpose, by the way. And that's an important technique that I use. And I'll explain why in a couple of minutes. So the group starts listing traits and characteristics like trust, respect, accountability, supportive, being a motivator, a teacher, being honest, humble, a lack of ego. And as they share, I ask them to explain and express and illustrate what that looks like. And sometimes the people in the group look at me like, really, you don't know why trust is important? I have to explain it. And the thing is, is that's what I might say. Why is that important? I might say that to them. Why is that important? What does that look like when trust is there? And what I explain is that it's really important for them to illustrate and articulate what that looks like and what happens when it's there, and what happens when that trait is not there or that characteristic is not there. So as we go through all those traits that are up on this big whiteboard and we continue this discussion, what's discovered is that many of the characteristics and traits are intermingled, interconnected, meaning if trust isn't there, then respect kind of falls away. Communication kind of falls away. If somebody's not humble and instead they bring their ego into the mix, then it's difficult to have trust and respect and honesty. That that throws everything off in that dynamic and things really fall apart. So the group really starts to understand what this looks like and feels like. The group starts to express that and understanding it in the process. And then when we're done with the discussion, which usually goes around 30 to 40 minutes to collect these traits, what I ask them to do is to step back and look at the board. And usually there's a mix of about 30 traits plus or minus five. And again, the same results Usually it's the same mix of traits, no matter where I do this, no matter what location, no matter what industry. And then I have them look at these traits and I simply step back and say, these are your words. This is what you said are qualities and traits of a great leader. Now your job is to take the mirror And turn it around back on yourself and ask, do you embody these traits as a leader? Now, I have to tell you, usually the room is a little silent after I make that statement. People are taken back. They start to say, whoa, yeah, I said this was important. Now, is this me? Now, as I said, I would explain why I put them in the position of the observer. It's because it's much easier to describe all this when you're talking about someone else. When you're observing someone else, it helps to have them be less guarded and more open and honest. If they had to say, what traits do I have? Do they have? It's difficult for them to express that. But when they can observe someone else that they admire as a great leader, it's much easier. And that's just human nature. It's much easier for us to express that and identify that. And then that moment where they have to realize that what they described are the traits of great leaders. And then they have to assess themselves whether they measure up to that. It's sometimes a little painful. But. Then there is an awakening and it may be painful because I don't have all those traits if I'm looking at them. I'm Or I'm not living all those values. But it's an important check-in to measure yourself against what you model as the great traits or the traits of a great leader. And the thing is, is The awakening is whether you have them or not. What are you strong in? What do you need a little work on? But the truth is, is are you living the values? Because the thing about values and traits is this. After you've identified what are the traits of a great leader and what are those values, the next step is to check if your behaviors or actions equate to those characteristics you state are important. It's one thing to say that you're honest or you're a good communicator or you are accountable, but we have to actually examine if the action is there, that we show that in our actions and behavior, because it can't just be words. So then we move on to the next piece of the exercise, which is What behaviors do you demonstrate that exemplify you have this trait? What are the actions that demonstrate you embody this characteristic? You've got to be able to describe it. Because to just say that you're honest, but not be able to point to a specific action or behavior of how you show that you are honest, means you're not really living that value and you don't embody that trait to say that you're a good listener or you're positive or you're supportive or you're a motivator, but you can't point to times where you had actions or behaviors that exemplify that it means that you don't really embody that. And that is an important check-in, but it also is one that will take work. The first thing is analyzing where they're at by doing this exercise and then taking the steps to change that. So this would be the same for any great leader, by the way, that you might have described or they might have described. When you have to actually point to actions and behaviors that this person had, if you can't point to a behavior or action, it actually questions whether that person truly is a great leader that questions whether, do they really embody that trait? Are they living that value? So it's an interesting and important discussion. And it's one that people who take it in and then take action after that to say, okay, I've got to work on really demonstrating how I'm living these traits, living these values, bringing that behavior and action that demonstrates these traits into my actions as a leader, in my everyday interactions with my team. It can be a truly pivotal moment in how the dynamic with your team changes as you as the leader change when you bring attention to this. The awareness, the attention, and then the action. And here's the thing. Some people may find that they're doing a really exemplary job and maybe just need a couple tweaks here and there, working on other behaviors to up the demonstration of those traits to ensure that they're living up to that. But it also can be an unbelievable opportunity to improve. And leadership is a skill that we constantly have to be impacting and continuously improving. All of that work can really have an impact that goes well beyond a leader because it can impact the team, other leaders on the team, and can change the entire culture of the company, make the operation of the business and the experience for themselves, their teams, their customers, their staff, and their company so much more effective. And you know, as everyday people, Whether we are in a leadership role or not, I think this topic is really important to do as well because knowing what values and traits we say we have, but living up to them with our behavior is essential to living out our values rather than just claiming we are those things. Our actions impact one another, and so many people do a lot of talking these days about how they value integrity or respect, but their behavior doesn't really demonstrate that. And that is an important task for all of us to do, to be better. I hope that this has resonated with you, and I hope that from this short episode, you have gotten some insights and things to reflect on. That's all for the podcast today. I'm thanking you for joining me again on this shorty episode, and I hope you heard insights that resonate and help you. If you have, please share this podcast with friends and colleagues and leave a review to help get this to more people like you. Do you want to talk about this some more? Go to my page on Instagram at TheMariaDR and look for the post about today's podcast episode. Leave your comments and let's start a conversation there. See you next time on the next episode of Finding the Upside.